Welcome to the I Create Daily Podcast. I'm Leora Alderson. And I'm Devani Alderson. We're your co-hosts on this journey of creativity and productivity. I Create Daily is for artists in every genre of creating, from musicians to writers, crafters to inventors, bloggers to entrepreneurs. I Create Daily is a movement for creators serious about your art. If you're into creating anything, this podcast is definitely for you. Thank you so much for joining us on this journey. Hello and welcome to the I Create Daily podcast, a movement for creators serious about their work. And I'm Devani. And I'm Leora. And today we're doing a coffee break. Yeah, did you miss that in the first part of the intro? I think so. I think so too. I was missing a lot of notes. Yeah, we're kind of. Uh, okay, so let's get on focus. So, so speaking of which, <laughs> we were talking about what we were going to do this coffee break session. We, we keep a running um, Google document. Of a folder ideas, full of notes. Yeah, of ideas as they come up. And so I was looking at the next idea and I was telling Devane, I says, okay, here's the idea about hourglass and chalice. chalice. And she said, what does that even mean? What what does that even mean anyway? What yeah. are we going to talk about? I don't know what to about? say about that. She was saying, well, actually it was her idea, which really ties in with something else. It's a concept we've, we've talked about before and we'll link to an article on that, you know, about an ideation tools. And one of the important things, especially for creatives who are ideators mm-hmm. and always have lots of ideas is to go ahead and write them down. Don't stop what you're doing and do them now, unless they will not be silenced and you're going to lose it otherwise. But write them down with extra notes. Write them down, <laughs> preferably with extra notes because in the moment it was like didn't even register that it originally originated from within Devani in her own mind I know it was like we're going through coffee break ideas to talk to you guys and share with you guys about that help you and your art and your creativity and business and there says hourglass and chalice well how's that gonna help them what does that even mean so yeah yeah having an extra little note yeah so you were having that idea as you were working in an article. Do you remember mm-hmm. what article it was? I don't remember what article it was, but I do remember that it was, um, it was just this concept of how uh, ideas, we have so many ideas and we ha- we're sort of like the conduit that brings those ideas to life. And then once it's out in the world, it's then called it's creativity. But before that, it's just like this abstract idea floating. And so I likened it to like, we're the pinch of the hourglass because it's like ideas and then us and then the creativity. And that is what flows. So we're like the conduit between yeah. where the sand starts and the sand flows. Yeah. <laughs> so That's right. that was kind of the general concept. I I'm sure I had a better way of saying it when I first had the idea. So, so one of the things that we were, a recent prompt in our recent 30 day, I create daily writing challenge, which is nearing an end as we're recording this. Um, and that the right, what is today's date? Uh, March, 27th, March 27th of 2019. And so it ends at the end of March, March 30th, actually. It's been wonderful experience for us. And I hopefully I think for most of the participants as well, uh, all that we've heard from anyway. Um, and it is interesting. We see, and I know we're going to get back to the chalice and hourglass in a minute. And so we're skipping around just a little bit, but talking about writing challenges and creativity in the flow. Um, this challenge was designed to help people cultivate the habit of daily creating, mm-hmm. daily writing, um, and set that rhythm in place so that it just kind of takes over naturally. And of course, you know, as with any kind of thing like that, you have you know many who sign up and a few who participate, and then fewer who actually end up completing the entire process. You dedicate to the full time. Yeah. <laughs> However. Every effort in that direction, in the direction of achieving your goals and working toward improving your 
uh, aspirations and structure and discipline toward your goals is still a success. So even those who didn't end up writing every day, uh, as one of them just recently shared in, a, in the group Facebook post, is that while she hasn't written every day, she is definitely writing more than she has in the past three months. And so that she considers a success as we do we. So, so that's the thing. But back to the chalice. So one of our prompts, one of our recent prompts said to write about the concept of chalice. Mm -hmm. um, and so when we think about, you know, like there's the, what, what is it? The Holy Grail. The Holy Grail, right? <laughs> Blanking always helps to have some, some millennial. Right, right, right. So yeah, I rem maybe I shouldn't say this on the podcast, but here we are anyway. Um, I, I remember it because Indiana Jones and the Grail. Of the course, stuff. yeah. See, um, the first movie, I guess it was, yeah. or the second movie or something. Indiana Jones. And and the, so that's, yeah. it's like the famous archaeological artifact right, that's right. how I <laughs> right well so but the concept of the chalice is you know, like sort of like it's an infinity it's the you know eternal life kind of vessel mm -hmm. um and so one of the where it, where it came up recently in one of our articles had to do with the concept of creating a chalice for creativity mm -hmm. and that the structure and the rhythm of creating creates that sacred space within mm -hmm. which our higher ideas, our soul, our muse, whatever mm -hmm. we may want to call it, um, recognizes that it's time to work and cooperate with us in generating creativity and generating ideas and then getting them down and getting and flowing to us. And the more we set the, the um, habit um, and the goals and the rhythm, again, of daily creating, the more our chalice will be filled and always to overflowing and never empty about ideas, never in a writer's block kind of thing. Isn't so. that, it's funny that you say that because it was um, in the Da Vinci Code, the Dan Brown Da Vinci Code, where they talked about the chalice or the Holy Grail actually being us a more symbolic meaning of like the mother's womb or mm -hmm. what was it? Was it Mary's womb basically? Mm -hmm. And it wasn't an object as most people had thought it was. It was like an actual chalice. It was no, it was a metaphorical chalice. Right. And so this takes it to like this other layer of like, no, it's not just the mother's womb, which is considered a very sacred thing, but then also it's everybody's internal well of creativity. Right. It's like your own, it's like your own internal fountain of youth because yeah. the more creative you are, generally the more, you know, spry, the more energetic you more feel. Filled, more life-filled. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's, there's so many connections there. And when you were talking, it reminded me of uh, Anne Cates Sullivan, mm -hmm. the author, entrepreneur that we interviewed, which we'll link yeah. to. And she uh, writes in the Celtic and Druid traditions and legends and is really steeped in that. And she also spoke about the chalice as essentially the womb uh, for creativity um, and birthing creativity into the world. And, and certainly creatives can identify with that Concept because when it is that you're struggling to wrestle words into um, paragraphs, into sentences, into fictions, into novel or music, into expression, or even into nonfiction, yeah, and <laughs> whatever exactly into whatever kind of creative endeavor um, you know that you're working in, there is that you know that struggle between taking the concept which is in the mind sometimes clear and sometimes not, and then making it more clear and and or making it tangible, and then there's also the the struggle you know so it's like that birthing process mm -hmm. that you know that 
includes both struggle and pain and glory and joy, you know, and wonderment. And that is because it's hard if, if you're visual as you are and you, um, or like, I don't have the visual, but I have the concepts. And if I could draw, for instance, I'm not a visual artist, but there've been times that I so wanted to bring a concept mm -hmm. in my mind yeah. onto paper to show someone because you just couldn't describe it otherwise. And I just do not have the talents and ability to do that. But for even the creatives who do, let's say you're a visual artist and you have this incredible vision and, you know, then you have the frustration of the, the, the friction and, you know, essentially the resistance of the paper where it may not be quite co cooperating. And then conversely, you have those moments, same thing with writing, where it is that it's just flowing. And um, podcasting, like sometimes we, sometimes there's podcasts that we do that we feel like we're more on flow. We say the right things at the right time. The conversation flows nicely. And then there's days where we do coffee breaks and it's like take after take after take. Interview. And it's just our interview or, or uh, audio article. Right. Especially the audio. I mean, we don't usually do too many takes because we try and just pretty much be authentic on the coffee breaks, but mm -hmm. certainly with the audio articles and certainly like it's this thing about words, like those who are professional, like radio announcers, TV and whatever um, speakers, they have the, the pathways built where from mind to mouth, where it basically just automatically flows because they've built those yeah. pathways. Those pathways are like well-worn trails in the woods. And for those of us who do a combination, like we write and then we do podcasting, but we're not doing it every day. And so sometimes the words just get tripped up on the stumps along the way, so to speak, mm -hmm. and uh, don't flow as fluidly. And when they do it, oh, it's always wonderful and helpful. But and you can tell, like you can kind of notice in the moment or at least afterwards of like, that wasn't the most amazing or wow, we yeah. were really on point that day, yeah. or, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so, so back to the, the chalice kind of concept is again, so one of the things that helps uh, cultivate the flow um, is, so, so yeah, the flow happens no matter what. I mean, sometimes it happens and sometimes it doesn't. That's just life, you know, that's yeah. living life. Um, good days, bad days, all of that, you know, and just recognizing that it is rather than it's good or bad. It's just, this is what it is and it's okay. And we're going to push through or we're going to record it another day. This mm -hmm. is really not working or do this thing another day and yet still create something let's say that we have the creative habit of showing up every morning for four hours like Stephen Pressfield does mm -hmm. and writing no matter what. And okay, so some days are not going to be as good. It doesn't mean you have to stop writing because right. you've set the intention uh, to that indicates to your soul, to your psyche and discipline within yourself that this is what you're doing. So, it, it, and you know, sort of as Stephen Pressfield puts it is kind of how we would look at it. And that is you um, you're not just, you are demonstrating to your higher self that you are committed to this art and to this task, you know, and so that you are there waiting as a vessel to be mm -hmm. filled. Um, and then yes, that back to your connection, Devani, which is very astute, the hourglass connection. So we are this funnel, mm -hmm. you know, the mind and the ideation is this funnel and, you know, things pour into it. Uh, and everything that pours into it shouldn't necessarily um, be brought out, but it has to be sifted through, you know, our consciousness, through our mind, through our brain tools, mm -hmm. uh, and then manifest again, expanding. So it's like, you know, it's, it, it's reminiscent of the DNA strand, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. how in spirals, you know, and it, cro it has crosses the that connect form, it, yeah. the helix that connects yeah. it, right, exactly. So, you know, it's like <clears throat> each one of those junctures of the DNA strand are pathways of connection. Um, so just like back to the funnel, um, it's like when we have these ideas and it is 
part of the art and part of our honing our craft and art, even when it is we're struggling, mm -hmm. is back to, and I know I'm mixing a lot of analogies, but back to the trail and we just keep walking that trail and each time it gets easier. And even if the stumps still stay like the route that crosses the path and we're not going to chop it out because it could hurt that tree. We're just, well, we know where to jump over and we know not to stumble or if we stumble, it's okay because it's still a part of the journey. Definitely, I saw a quote, I've seen it many times and I think I like kind of just got it but while you were talking but it was like creativity is making a lot of mistakes and art is knowing which ones to keep yeah and yeah. it's sort of about like you were talking about the sifting process it's like creativity and bringing those ideas to life is what we do and then the art is these are the ones i kept these are the ideas i kept these are the ones i refined and edited mm -hmm. and here you go yeah and so i think that that um both the chalice and the being a conduit of it all it's like you're a cup it, it, it reminds me there's um well the symbol a lot of martial arts have like symbols that are they mean something it's not just let's put random symbols together but um my brother and i used to do krav maga and the symbol i can't i can't uh really describe what the symbol is but it was like it was open at both ends so and the symbology was you're collecting information but you're letting it go of what you don't need mm -hmm. you're collecting information but you're letting go of what you don't need anymore mm -hmm. and and through that process you're growing as yeah. as a person as who you need to be and so that's kind of a lot of what you were talking about too it's like you're collecting these ideas but then you're sifting through and letting go of what you don't need and right. refining what what you'll put out Right. And, you know, and that ties into with sort of the concept of interruptions and notifications we were mm -hmm. talking about earlier. So, you know, as a creator, one of the things that can be very, a very important process of establishing sort of the sacred space for creating um, and preferably the same time each day. Um, but if not, you know, and, you know, same time in same place, because again, it's sort of like we have rituals around places mm -hmm. and times in general, and like in the mm -hmm. morning of your coffee drinker, then, you know, you're going to be getting up and you're getting your coffee. And so that kind of sets a certain rhythm and flow and we can intentionally bypass the creative blocks and, um, getting stuck and perfectionism and, and all the other things that can cause us to trip ourselves up. Essentially, we can kind of let those go by settling in the professionalism because it's like somebody else said recently, I don't remember, sorry, I don't remember who hopefully will remember it by the time we uh, publish this and we can link, uh, it may have been somebody we were interviewing, the concept, um, actually Seth Godin. Seth mm -hmm. Godin said this in an interview with Chase Jarvis um, and that is that you know, the doctor doesn't decide, hmm, do I feel like doing the surgery today? Right. You know, or, you know, they just basically, they show up, Thank the God. professional, <laughs> the professional shows up and does the work. And there's the thought of, do I even feel like it doesn't enter the picture? Mm. Because, you know, it's an emotion and the mentality, our mind supersedes our emotion in terms of strength and power if we let it. And I don't mean, you know, there's always a thing about follow how you feel and that that should be more important or follow your heart than the mind. Yes, but they also work together. Um, and when we're talking about the feeling... You can follow how you feel on schedule. We can follow, and we're talking about the lower feelings, which yeah. is, you know, like, I don't feel like doing it because it's hard. And that's not the feeling that's going to serve yeah. our progress. It's always, you're always going to run into the, I don't feel like doing it because it's hard. Like, exactly. I struggle with it too. Like, yeah. everybody struggles with it, but 
that doesn't go away ever. Right. right. And what happens is when it's hard, then we tend to, you know, one of the terms I've used is threading the needle. And I always think of consciousness and focus as like threading the needle. And if you've ever tried that, where, you know, you, the, the, the end of the string you've ever threaded a needle, you know, is tends to be a little fuzzy and it won't go in quite so well. And you have to moisten it and sharpen it, you know, to get it into the eye of the needle. And it's like, there's a lot of back and forth and back and forth. And that's what it feels like sometimes when I'm mm-hmm. trying to, rein in the focus to you know to get the work done because a needle without the thread can't sew anything yeah you know so similarly i you know a creator without focus won't be as effective at the creating now and jeff goins talked about that same thing too about how he just took it more seriously his craft of writing when he just said i am a writer yeah like this is my profession this is what i do i write so That's right. So if this is what I do, and on top of that, I now have the privilege of doing it every single day, yes. why would I do anything but that? Like, right. you, know, you know what I mean? So, and so just sort of making the declaration that you are the thing right. also helps you switch the mindset between, oh, I can just go with the flow. And, it, and it's great to be whimsical like that, but then you just have to yeah um, focus it yeah and so you could even start with potentially a ritual you know as a part of your morning or whatever your creative routine on daily you might decide if it works for you if you have the kind of mentality where you like the concept of symbols and reminders or talismans or whatever uh, you could actually get some kind of a, a cup or mug um, I have a stone that Devani gave me it's a polished stone that says create is imprinted on the stone and I'll sit that oftentimes in the right hand corner of my computer especially when I know I'm going to be diving into a deep dive of uh, writing or something. And my de- I like having um, a desktop um, image that says something that I want to invoke. So it changes every couple months, but right now it's a Venn diagram of discipline, surrender, and in the middle is flow. And every time I open my computer screen every morning before I start, whatever phrase that I want to remember regularly or or aspire toward being more like is the first thing I see when I yeah. open the computer. Yeah, I like That's that. That's what uh, yours is the rock, mine is the Yeah, I like that screen. Venn. That's a nice Venn yeah. diagram. We'll include it in the thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, so it's like, so you set the, so again, that's like the first part of setting the space. So that's the signal, you know, it's like um, if you go to a movie, the signal is that they lower the lights. If you're mm-hmm. going for a meditation retreat, then they light the incense. And if it's yoga, then it's a soft music. All these things signal to, you know, to our consciousness that this is what's happening next. So really, uh, similarly, if you want like the chalice, if that, whatever uh, symbology works for you, but the concept for me is sort of like, I'm open and receptive to receiving um, higher vibrations, essentially open and receptive, receptive to seeing light which is consciousness and having it fill my mind so that it can flow down through that hourglass you know so I can filter it through my mind that mm-hmm. neck of the hourglass yeah. out onto the paper or onto the computer the digital paper or whatever um, in order to share it with the world such that it may be of benefit to somebody awesome so we have to get it out of the head and we have to filter it put it into form and put it back out there so that was yeah. a good connection did you end up actually writing you said you didn't remember if you actually put them in an article yeah, no, I think I actually, I think I had the idea based on something you were talking about in writing. And I was like, oh, it's like that. And so, no, I didn't write it down. <laughs> but it's good to, okay, so it's good to write those things down because at that moment, and so this is one of those examples where you could have interrupted probably what you were doing to do. Oh, mm-hmm. Because at that moment, you were making some really wonderful 
abstract connections. And those are the kind that, that it, 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 they live in the ethers. Mm -hmm. Essentially, they're ephemeral and they live in the ethers. And because we don't have a strong connection with them yet, that they can just evaporate, you know, like, yeah. like puffs of cloud in the air. And so those would be a good one to write down because you're, you tend to be able to conceptually grasp things like that. But yeah, I do the same thing. We all do that. If yeah. you don't get it, write it down. You write it down. And, but, but in that like moment. Like we started with but in the, yeah. our loss. So, so you'd have to d distinguish when between, was that like, me coming up with a distraction to keep me from doing the harder work that I was supposed to be doing, or is this an inspired idea? And I yeah. think the energy behind your perception at the time and the fact that you were just like, wow, wow. And, and kind of making these connections, that would be a signal that it's okay to, a little something there. to do a little segue. Yeah. yeah. But otherwise should have recorded it. On yeah. The spot. <laughs> yeah. But otherwise those distractions that come up there always will come up. Um, but, but keep a notebook, keep a journal, keep something to write them down and, um, Google doc. Yeah. Open we keep it. Yeah, that's what we do. So we're going to have to do a backup to our Google doc because otherwise that's our life. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Well, we hope you found this helpful. Let us know your creative habits that really work for you. Um, We'd whatever. love to know a ritual or yeah. a item that you have that invokes your creativity or whatever, um, whatever you see first thing when you enter your creative space that invokes your creativity. If you have a photo of it, we'll add it to the, we'll add it to the show notes. Yeah. For example, send it to it creators at icreatedaily.com. Thanks right, for joining us. Bye. Thanks so much for joining us for the I Create Daily podcast. Please let us know what creatives you would like us to interview and what topics you would be interested in hearing more about. And if you enjoyed this show, please leave a review on iTunes. We value your feedback. We read all the reviews and it just helps us get the word out on the I Create Daily podcast. Thank you so much. Thanks so much.